Welcome to episode 74 of the Amanda Wagner podcast, a place for fiercely ambitious entrepreneurs and leaders who want to get off the sidelines, build a legacy, and claim their spotlight. In this episode, we are going back to the beginning. Liz and I listened to episode one of the Amanda Wagner podcast, and we are here to talk about what changed, what stayed the same, some of the decisions we've made, and some of the decisions that we have to make as we come up to our fourth year in podcasting. I'm Amanda Wagner, a business strategist, coach, and professional speaker. And I'm Liz Pittman, a digital communications specialist. The Amanda Wagner podcast is the place for ambitious leaders and entrepreneurs who are done shopping for shortcuts, no longer waiting for an invitation to do what they want, and are ready to claim their spotlight. On this podcast, we talk about the challenges and triumphs of ambition and bravery, living thoughtfully and strategically in a noisy world, and share our experiences as entrepreneurs with big ambition. Liz and I both thought we would have to take one, if not seven shots of tequila before listening to this episode. We were prepared to cringe. Because when you go back to something that you haven't looked at for three years and you think, I'm so much more experienced now, there's this trepidation and hesitation of how bad is it going to be? And to our absolute delight. Such delight. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't even bad. It wasn't bad at all. It was, I was dreading listening to episode one so, so, so much. I put it off as long as I could. And I know you mm-hmm. did too. Mm-hmm. We were great. The only reason that I actually had the confidence to listen and full disclosure, I listened to it an hour before we started recording this episode was because Liz texted me and said, it's not that bad. Yeah. I thought it would be worse. And I was like, okay. I can do this. It was actually good. So part of me has to say, why was it good? Let's, let's toot our tires for a second here. Part of the reason it was good was because we had a plan. We were really determined to be good from the beginning. We, we committed to not having this random stream of consciousness episode. Why else do you think it was better than we thought Liz? Well, we, yeah, we've been adamant about that from the beginning. We've had a template for scripting since we started three years ago. Another reason why I think it was good is because I think that you and I are just really honest with each other. And I think that you can hear that from the beginning. Clearly, our relationship is three years stronger now than it was then. But I think Mm -hmm. that there were still some beautiful nuggets of this beautiful honesty and the way that we communicate with one another. I connected to us as a listener uh, last night when I was listening to it. Right. And what I found interesting, I typically will listen to an episode once you send me the fully edited version. I'll listen to it and that's where I'll get ideas for reels or Instagram stories to promote it. But I wouldn't just turn on my own podcast, right? I've got an ego, but it's shockingly not that intense. And listening to it, the episode was really about introducing ourselves and talking about what we do, why we do it. And the big piece was don't ask, don't get. We were talking about the power of asking. And it was really interesting to listen back to it without having the pressure of, I have to pull something out of this. I could just sit back and listen and go, oh, that is a good point. 
or I, I said that then, and that's still true. What stuck out for you, LP? Well, and I kind of had a similar experience to you in that when we do the podcast, I, of course, am present for the recording. I am here. But then I listen to it second by second while I edit it. Mm-hmm. So by the time that I am done editing and have sent it over to you, I don't want to listen to the conversation for a third time. <laughs> so it's very rare that I do. I right. very rarely listen to the podcast once it's on Spotify or whatever platform. Of course, I will listen to bits and pieces as I prep things for Instagram or whatever, but mm-hmm. I very rarely do I sit down and listen to it from beginning to end. But listening to episode one last night was a reminder that maybe I should do that with some of the archived episodes. I think I still can't listen to an episode the day it goes live on Spotify because it's been in my ears too much up to that point. But I think that I could I could tune into episode four, episode 30 or episode 50 now. And I think that I would enjoy it just as a typical listener would because I'm more removed from it. So that was a reminder for me last night that I can revisit these and they are enjoyable, even though it was work at one point. Right. And I think there's, there's something in the fact that the content is still relevant because after listening to the first episode, I I'm struggling with some of my own boundaries and saying, no, I'm like, Hey, there's an episode on that. And I kind of had this strange thought experiment where if it was somebody else's voice, I would probably be more keen to listen to it or somebody else's name. If it was like Sally and Simret having this conversation, then maybe I would be more likely to listen to it and take the advice seriously. But it's really just fascinating to me how we are hesitant to take our own advice until we have some space from it. So now that I've had some space from some of these episodes, I'm curious to look at the titles and descriptions more objectively. What do I need to hear? Because at some point I thought this was a value. I knew this would connect with somebody. Why can't that somebody still be me? Now, of course, we've made some changes, right? We're at episode 74, which if you haven't listened to um, our last episode, episode 73, we talk all about legitimacy. And one of the things that has brought us a lot of feelings of legitimacy is the fact that we are wrapping up our third year in podcasting, that we're still doing it. So I would love to dig in based on the fact that you and I have both listened to it. Liz, what has what has changed for you since we last did an introduction? Well, something that I thought was funny on the re-listen is, so we introduced ourselves in episode one and you called me Liz a lot at the very yes. beginning of the episode. And I said something like, you never call me Liz. You, you never call, call me, LP. me that. You'll probably on this podcast, re- hear me referred to as LP. And that kind of, I feel like set the tone for the last 74 episodes. Yeah. Uh, so that stuck out to me right away because past Liz noticed you calling me Liz and present day Liz was like, Hey, and caught on to the same thing. And we talked about LP. Mm-hmm. With the introduction, something that I really noticed about past me were how many unknowns I had at that time. Yeah. I had just moved. I was just starting the next chapter of my career. Mm-hmm. And I could I could hear some of that uncertainty in my voice. And I was kind of transported back to that place of all of these things were changing. I didn't know what was next. 
the whole world didn't know what was next at that point. And so I found that. I'm sorry, I chuckle because I know, I know you're talking about the COVID-19 pandemic, but it sounded like the whole world didn't know what was next for Poor Elizabeth me. Pittman. <laughs> <laughs> We're all waiting with bated breath. Uh, so a lot of things were to come. And so re-listening to it gave me the opportunity to reflect a little bit on just how much has changed because that was a clear message for me at the time was I'm heading into something new and we're going to see how it goes. I'm excited, but we'll see what happens. And so that is something that has definitely changed a lot for me at this point in life. Right. Yeah. I feel like the things that we were talking about then are, are still relevant, but there's definitely more confidence. And I think part of that is confidence in what we're actually doing and knowing what we're about. But I also think it's confidence in podcasting because from the get-go, like you said, we had a script, we've always had a template, we had a plan, but at that point, could I have guaranteed that we would have kept going that long? Even though it was the intention, it could have flopped. It, the podcast isn't where I want it to be yet, but I'm still in. And so I think that's a really kind of fascinating thing. One of the things that's, that's changed for me is, is that when I look back at this one, I'm still impressed with the level of confidence that I brought to it. Because when I think about three years ago, I'm like, oh, I was nowhere close to where I am now. Oh, I was just faking it. Oh, I didn't know what I was doing. And when I listen, I'm like, A, I either talked a really big game and was totally lying or B, maybe I was doing better than I perceive. Then now I look, I'm like, oh, how, how cute I'm kind of patronizing about, oh, where I was three years ago and go, no, actually I, I did know my shit did have good things to say. I do have good ideas that are still relevant now. One of the things that's really sticking with me is sort of the timelessness. I know that three years is not timeless, but the fact that I could listen to the episode and go, oh yeah, I do need to ask for more. Or, you know, I could have benefited from this worst case scenario thinking, how do I use that today? So just hearing the confidence is, is certainly one piece that has changed. Um, now, what I think is really interesting is like, what stayed the same because things in our world have changed? Liz, you had just moved to a different province. You had just committed to freelancing full-time. There were a lot of unknowns. What is the same from when we last recorded episode one, three years ago? That's a great question. And one that I hadn't really thought about because I was so focused on what's different. I think the quality of the conversations that you and I have on the podcast have stayed the same or have even gotten better. Yeah. I think just as we have done this more, I think there's a comfort level. Those first few episodes were recorded in person. Yes. Uh, which was interesting for me to listen to because it's been so long since you and I have done that. That was an interesting yeah. thing, but also it was a reminder to me that I don't think we lose anything by doing this virtually. I, I agree. Yeah. I think that we're still us, even if it's over zoom. I so, thought about that too, because the last time we recorded in person was, oh God, this is going to be a time warp March 11th, 2020. Yeah. 
you were here for that week. And I remember sitting at my desk. I remember recording in person. And since then we've now, I mean, despite the pandemic, we've seen each other four or five times, but we're pretty specific when we hang out now that it's like, like, Hey, do you want a podcast in person? And you're the one that's always like, no, let's just hang out. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Let's just hang out. Let's not make this about work. And I think the reason that we can do that is because the energy is still the same. The conversation is still high quality. Um, as though we are sitting next to each other and we get to reserve that time with each other for sitting on the couch and watching TV and not podcasting. Yeah, exactly. We spend our work time talking to each other through a screen. And then when we do hang out, we sit on the couch and watch TV and don't talk to each other. (laughs) Exactly. And it's some of the most valuable time. (laughs) That's how friendship should be. Exactly. So that was something that immediately I was like, this first episode didn't feel like a first episode. There was a confidence and a connection there that felt seasoned, which was a delight to me. So I I have seen that consistency through all of the episodes, which was a delight to me because often in this kind of producer role, I, I think less about what's being talked about and more so the quality of the audio and I'm listening for weird blips and blops and things when we say ah too many times I'm cutting those out so I'm less sometimes focused on the content and more the quality so when I was listening to that first episode it was a reminder of like oh yeah this is this has been nice from the get-go right yeah I at the risk of this episode just being us patting ourselves on the back, which I'm not upset about. One thing that I felt so good about as far as what stayed the same is that in the first couple minutes, I talk about how I work with people who want to be known for something. And I love asking the question, what do you want to be known for? And that is still true. And one other piece is that I talk about being a multi-potentialite Uh, which this is not my term, please look up Emily Wapnick's TED Talk on multi-potentialite. We will include it in the show notes. It is a person with multiple interests, multiple potentials that could go all sorts of different ways. And the one thing that I said, I wrote this down when I was listening to it, was that I want to be known as somebody who does many different things. And that's still true. I think in the first episode, when we put it out, it was like a safety net for me to say, I want to be known as somebody who does all these different things because I haven't quite narrowed it down yet, or because I don't have a niche, I don't have a specialty, but in reality, this flexibility is my specialty. And it just gave me this sigh of relief, dropped my shoulders, this like, oh, that's still true. It's not because I didn't know what I was doing. It's because I don't want to be tied down to one thing. It is such a source of comfort and an incredible source of fear because it can still be hard to introduce myself. It can still be hard to come up with a specific title for what I do. So instead, in introducing myself now, it's a little bit more, okay, just watch me. Or I will use the term that that a client of mine gave me, which I will forever take. Thank you, Kelly. She says, Amanda's like my business therapist. And I take that. I so badly want to put that out publicly, but am very cautious. I am not a licensed therapist. 
Um, that, that is not the work that I do. I don't do therapy, but there is definitely an emotional side to entrepreneurship and leadership that I love to dig into. So that for me is, is a big check mark. And I'm really proud that now in episode 74, where we're talking about how we've changed, how we've stayed the same, we also have an opportunity to reintroduce ourselves so that in X number of years, we can go back and go, huh, how has this changed? How has this stayed the same? Liz, how did you feel about your introduction? Is it still true? I felt mostly okay with it. Again, I think that was the part that I was dreading the most when thinking about doing this re-listen. And I was pleasantly surprised with how I described myself. I go by a better title now than I used then. I was still so new to freelancing. I really wasn't sure what I was calling myself. I think I said a digital media specialist, I think Mm -hmm. is what I said in that first episode. I'm a digital communication specialist. Not much of a change, but I feel like that refines it down more into the storytelling work that I do. Mm -hmm. So that is something that I was like, "Eh, I would have done that a little bit differently. Hindsight is 2020, but otherwise I was pretty okay with with that introduction i don't think that there have been many changes up until today mm-hmm. yeah that again, was that I think was that's a, a testament to the intention with which we entered the podcast but also i think we're in the right spaces for us i find that just comforting it doesn't mean it's not going to change right i'm i'm the first person to say you're allowed to change your mind I don't always take that advice, but I definitely dole it out and have to remind myself of that sometimes. But there's there's some street cred that uh, that comes with that. They're like, no, I'm in the right place. I'm doing the right thing. Um, now, here's what I'm always fascinated with is how much happens behind the scenes that we don't always talk about. The decisions that at one point felt so big that are really just a blip. So for example, um, some of the decisions that we made after a year, I believe we eliminated, what would Amanda Wagner do? The segment at the end. Part of the reason for that was that we weren't getting as many questions as we once were. There were several, many times where it was like, okay, let's see if we have a question from people and we go, okay, we have to make this up. We have to pull it from a coaching session or we have to pull it from something that a friend randomly said to us anecdotally and change the name. So one of our decisions was to eliminate that segment because it became more work. And at least to me, it didn't feel as authentic. I think it sounds authentic, but I think there were times where we were scrambling going, okay, there's gotta be a question that somebody's curious about. For me, another reason that I don't think was intentional, but on reflection is one of the reasons that we eliminated it is because it, I really like context. And when I work with my private coaching clients or when I work with teams and somebody asks a question, my favorite three words are to say, tell me more or to dig a little bit and figure out the question that you're asking. Is that really the most important question we need to answer? Or is that covering up for something else? So to give a quick three-minute response didn't always feel like 
the best way. Another decision we made was to change the actual introduction because at first the beginning was really talking about the challenges of bravery in entrepreneurship. And I think that as we evolved, that became replaced with some new language that I built around getting out of the shadow, stepping into your spotlight, stop waiting for the invitation. And I'm forever grateful for some of the work that I did with Wendy White, who helped me find that because that piece was refined, even though what I do might be really similar, the way I talked about it changed. We also changed the music, which again was something that like this tiny little thing, I know I lost sleep over that because I'm like, are we gonna lose brand recognition because we changed the music or because I changed the introduction or we eliminated WWAWD without telling people or without telling them why or justifying it. And in reality, looking back on this teaches me that A, nobody's paying that much attention and this is good news. And also B, even if people are paying attention or notice it, they're okay with it, right? We can have people that are invested in what we do, in what we bring to the podcast. They can be invested and not critical. They can be invested and interested and engaged without questioning our decisions or trusting our own judgment. And it reminded me that each of these episodes is just this little snapshot in time. And in some ways, especially considering the fact that we are so planned and prepared and strategic about the episodes that go out, we have this advantage of having this little bank of here's where I was in that moment. I think about some of the the big things that have happened in our lives and I get this, the advantage, even though the content is not just about our personal lives, I have this advantage of being able to go back to a particular episode and being like, oh, remember when it was at this time that I got that contract and this was the episode that we recorded. I can hear that in my voice or recording the episode when I was 39 weeks pregnant, ready to have my baby having this, this little moment of talking about that experience and having it preserved. Do you have any of those, Liz? It is kind of like a journal entry that we are sharing with the world in a weird sort of way. It is wonderful to be able to have that saved for us. Only we know the context for some of the conversations that we've had. Some of the topics that we discuss are inspired by things that are going on in our real lives. And we don't always share the context with the audience. But when we have that little perspective that we get to bring back to a re-listen, now that I will probably do more re-listens, this is a really, what a lovely perk for us to be able to enjoy that. Yeah, I've never really considered, you're right, the the idea of it being a journal, it is this little time capsule of remember when we did this thing. And I just think that that is so, it's such a cool record. And so I also put this out there for anybody who's listening and has considered a podcast. This is one of the cool perks, the unintended um, consequences isn't the right word, but, but the unintended advantages 
is that we do have these little moments. We do have these little pictures of, of where we were at. And this is what the, the advice or feedback or topic of the day was, especially because you and I are not afraid of the emotional pieces. Mm -hmm. And even if you don't have a podcast or aren't considering a podcast, there are probably elements of your life or of your work that you can look back on now and think about the choices that you made that led you to that point because of what was happening in your personal and work relationships, obstacles that you were facing, challenges that you had going on. So maybe this episode is an opportunity to look back Mm -hmm. if you were scared or if you are nervous about looking back like we were to look back at work we did three years ago first of all it ain't that bad it's better than you think and second it's a great opportunity to think about where you were and remember the context of that situation and realize how you've grown and, and how you've evolved since then I know that Brene Brown would have something to say about some of the shame or the fear of like, oh God, I put that out in the world. And really the triumph of not only is it, it's not that bad. It's actually good. Right. I think you're, I think we're both hedging being like, Hey, it's not all bad. It's good. And we, we have this, we have this little piece that, that still exists and that we get to build on and grow on and also acknowledge some of the things that have stayed the same. Because that I think is really important. Our intention, of course, is to keep going, right? You don't get to 75 and stop, right? We have to keep going. There's so many good things happening. So Liz, what are some of the decisions we have to make for the upcoming year? Well, this is always one of my favorite parts is being able to decide what's next for us. So also one thing that you missed while we were talking about what has changed with the podcast is we end our episodes with an ask now. And we didn't ever used to do that. This is true. This Mm -hmm. is true. Or we used to ask for like a review and we used to ask like, come on social media and tell us this thing. Whereas we've changed it to be a little bit more self-reflective of like, ask yourself this because a, I love homework because I'm a (laughs) nerd, but also we noticed that it wasn't having the effect we wanted it to. It's a different experience. For me, I listen to podcasts a lot in the car when I'm on a walk. I know you, you are basically a full-time pedestrian. (laughs) It's true. And so when you are walking, that's when you listen to a podcast and it doesn't always translate to listen to a podcast, then jump on Instagram, find the post from this specific Wednesday and answer this question. So we changed it because it, it wasn't necessarily connecting. It didn't make sense to put those two pieces together. So yes, now our episodes have a different ask of our listeners, but it, we also take an opportunity to ask for what we want and it works, right? It works. It's one of the most spectacular pieces that that I think we, we really talk about in episode one. Um, long story, incredibly long. If you haven't listened to our first episode, it is called Introductions, Who Are These Broads? And I recommend that you go back. If you need a kick in the pants to start asking for more, this is it. If before you look back at your own stuff, look at ours and go, oh, it's actually pretty good. Build some confidence that what you did in the past isn't garbage. Mm -hmm. So as we look to the next year, there are things that we have to figure out, things that we want to improve. I know that we're looking in 
very boring. We're looking in the tech side of things uh, to change how we record this, how I'll edit it. The Instagram component is such a big part of how we promote the episodes. And there are challenges in creating that content sometimes when we're dealing with a Zoom recording. So I'm looking forward to playing around with different video quality. So that's very exciting from the geek nerd tech side of things. But also- That platform has been purchased and is ready to go. I will love you. We oh, love yeah. a Black Friday sale. <laughs> yes, you can't beat it. <laughs> so we're I'm excited for that. I'm looking forward to us experimenting and seeing how that will challenge and improve us. But also we get to start thinking about what are the topics that we're going to cover for episodes 76 through 100, which is the episodes that we will cover in 2023. I think that some of that will be inspired by what we cover in episode 75, which Mm -hmm. is a reflection of the year that was. I feel like there might be some little sparks and bits of inspiration that come out of that chat, but I'm really excited to see what we're going to cover. And not all of the changes that we make will come into play the first episode in January. Maybe we'll tweak something and you'll hear a slight change in April and you'll hear a slight change in September. But that's the beauty of how we work is if it's not working, we figure out a way to make it better or find something new in hopes that it will be better. And so I think that's a beautiful way that we tackle things on the Amanda Wagner podcast. For sure. It, it works until it doesn't. And we get to assess uh, what that looks like. One of the decisions that I, I've been hedging on for this entire episode, like, do I share? Do I not share? Am I, am I promising? Can I put, I can't put the toothpaste back in the tube once I say it. Um, and this is the idea of guests. For three years, we have been asked a ton about, can I come on your podcast? Are you accepting guests? And to me, the most annoying thing is when I get a a blanket email of like, I love your podcast. It's so informative. I would love to be a guest. And it takes all of my restraint to not email back a snarky response because all I really want to do is, oh yeah, you love my podcast. What's your favorite episode? Who was your favorite guest? We don't have guests. You aren't listening. And I get quite heated about this. Um, So we have been thinking about the idea of guests. Again, it has to be strategic. It has to be meaningful. It has to connect with one of these bigger ideas because I have seen many podcasts that have guests that end up just becoming you interviewing your friends. And there isn't always a, okay, so what? Like, what's the point? So it's really looking at, if I'm going to bring somebody on the show, how do they offer something that complements what we're already doing on the podcast, brings an alternative lens to something, and isn't just about self-promotion? Because hell yeah, I love self-promotion. I want to give people space to promote what they're doing if they're doing some excellent work that people need. And there's got to be more than that. There's got to be more than that. So that is kind of the big the big question mark. One thing that I'd also like to pull back the curtain on, I'm going to put Liz on the spot here, is that the podcast is called the Amanda Wagner podcast. And even though LP is a significant part of it, you and I have had conversations in the background of, does this ruffle your feathers? Does it need to have your name in it? 
Are you hurt or offended or feel like you're in the background because the podcast is under my name? So let's pull back the curtain. Liz, any of those feelings come up for you? No, I have none of those feelings. I, it's the Amanda Wagner podcast for a reason. Amanda brings the big idea. She, she's the expert here. I am here for color and an additional perspective. And I think that I often bring the voice of the average person who's listening, because I know when I walk down the street, listening to a podcast and I have a question I want that answered. I like to think about the person listening who might have a question about what you've said. And I want to pop in and ask that so that they have their answer while they walk down the street. So I am fine to just be the sidekick here. It That is fine. And I I, I imagine maybe listeners have thought about this as well yeah. as to as to the naming of the podcast and, and everyone's roles. And really, like, I'm very cool to just be over here playing producer LP you know, saying something every once in a while, that's just, just totally fine. Perfect. Okay. With me. Fantastic. And again, I imagine that people have thought this, so that yeah. that's why I wanted to bring it up. Mm-hmm. I am not a bully. I am not pushing Liz in the corner and being like, you don't get your name on the podcast. There is none of that. No. Uh, I, I just think it's another one of those decisions that we had to make early on and it works until it doesn't. If at any point that doesn't feel good, we have an opportunity to make changes. The way that I would love to wrap this up, Liz, is I want us to reintroduce ourselves. And I will be totally honest, I don't have a a statement written out. I don't have the perfect copy here. But this is an opportunity for us to say three years in, here's where we're at. Here's what we do. Here's what we want to be known for. And the type of clients and business that we're looking for. So I will, I will start. I can see you are pulling something up on your screen. Are you pulling up like your copy from your website or something? Yeah, that's exactly what I did. I just opened my website. You sprung this on me. I wasn't. I know, really... but that's, I was trying to get like an authentic. I'm just, whatever. I'm just looking for inspiration. I'm not going to read this verbatim. Don't worry. Okay, fine. This copy could be tighter. (laughs) (laughs) I just taught you a lesson. (laughs) I went to this thing hoping it would help me and it just made me go, ah, I can do better than this. My name is Amanda Wagner. I am a speaker and a business strategist who happens to have a podcast. For me, I love to work with people who are fiercely ambitious, who are tired of looking at what somebody else is doing and thinking, why are they up there and I'm not? And instead, stopping the shopping for shortcuts, stop looking at what everybody else is doing, and instead, claiming their own spotlight. Now, I used to have a signature program called Claim Your Spotlight. I've borrowed that language because it's such a clear image of, I want to be number one. I want to be on the stage. I want people to know my name. And I help people do that. I help them get more well-known. I am not a publicist, but I help people build the confidence and the strategy around. So what is it that I want to be known for? And yes, like I said, my client Kelly says, I'm a business therapist. That means that we also talk about the feelings. We also look beyond metrics and data and we talk about what feels good, what doesn't feel good. And my goal for 2023 is to spend more time on bigger stages outside of my city, outside of my province and spreading this word around that you do not have to keep your ambition a dirty little secret. That was a damn good introduction. Thank you. It felt good. It, It felt very like, 
yeah, this is what I do. Is it copy perfect language? Absolutely not. But it's what I say. And I help great people do great work. Isn't that what we want? Mm -hmm. Okay, your turn. I'm a tough act to follow, Elizabeth. You really are. The bar is very high here. Okay. Wow. Thanks for the no heads up on this. Okay. You're welcome. (laughs) Hello, I am Liz Pittman. I am a freelance digital communications specialist. I work with clients across North America on their storytelling needs. So I work with people who need help with social media, who need help with writing, who need help with podcast production, whatever the medium is to get their story out to the world. I am here to help and support and to do it if you need someone to just do it for you. Storytelling and communicating is a challenging thing. Some people just hate doing it themselves. That is when you call me. I am here to help. I am here to make life easier for you so you can focus on what matters to you and your business. Oh, that felt so good. It felt pretty good. Bumps there. And what I love is that you checked so many boxes of like, this is why I hired Liz. Yeah. When anybody comes to my, my zoom room or hires me for coaching and talks about how social media is a challenge. I'm like, that was the first thing I needed to do when I had my business. I'm like, I just need to make enough money to hire somebody to tell my story for me mm-hmm. and to, to take these images and these words and use my voice and, oh, worth every penny. So thank you, Liz. That is an, an absolutely brilliant introduction. And I can't wait to revisit it next year and see how has it changed? How has it stayed the same? I think this is a really fantastic activity. Me too. In our next episode, episode 75, our last episode of 2022, before we take a break for the holidays, we are going to do what we have now done. Well, this will be our third year where Liz actually goes into the interview position. And she's got some questions for me. I have not done any prep, which sounds scary, but frankly, it's kind of a relief because I just get to sit here and answer questions. These always get interesting, deep, emotional, all of the things. So I cannot wait to record that one next. And I really look forward to what is to come for 2023. And as always, this is our ask for 2023. I am looking to be on bigger stages in front of big audiences of people who want to make fantastic, juicy, goosebump worthy things happen. So if you or your team are ready to claim your spotlight and need some help to do it, you can find me at theamandawagner.com or on Instagram at theamandawagner. And if you need help getting your story out into the world, I am your gal. You can visit lizpittman.com, which is a website that maybe I'll be tidying the copy on upon reflection. Or you can reach out to me on Instagram at Liz Pittman. Liz, it's always easier to work on somebody else's stuff than it is our own. Why don't we just do a little website switcheroo and do each other's copy? That sounds great. (laughs) We know each other well enough for that. I think think we we could do it. (laughs) Thank you for joining us for episode 74. Again, if you need to ask for more, and chances are you do, go back to episode one, listen to our introductions and get inspired to start asking. Find that inspiration and also look back on your own old stuff as well. It's not as scary as you think it might be. It will provide you an excellent opportunity to reflect and see how kick-ass you've been from the very start. 
Yeah. We will be back in two weeks with that final episode of the year, episode 75. Until then, we will see you on the internet. That feels so good. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. This was more fun than I thought it would be, to be completely honest. I was really, I was really, really dreading this. Oh, I'm sorry, Leaps. (laughs) No, no, there's no need to apologize. That's all on me. Uh, But I just, like so many, I just don't love looking at old stuff. I know. But you know, it's interesting. One thing I started doing, and I know I've mentioned this in the podcast, I always date the pages in my notebooks, but I rarely write the year. So I'm like, I don't need the year. This notebook is going to last me a month. But putting the year has been really quite cool. I've even found some old notebooks from like therapy. I'm like, oh, Mm. that's interesting. Like, this is very different now. Or holy shit, I still deal with this. I need to pay attention. So- Hmm. There you go. Write the year in your notebooks.